this be the Cock and Bull Podcast. I am. We're your, doing the same intro. Holy shit! I am Spencer Faust. I'm your. I'm your scabber. <laughs> Sit down. You're drunk. Daddy's taking over. No mutiny. Not again. Mutiny on the SS Cock and Bull, bitches. Here we are. Welcome again to Daddy's Corner. Have a seat on Daddy's lap, cause Daddy's Bloody. gonna envelop you in his warm, warm truthiness. Uh, we're going on another Nathan adventure, ladies and gentlemen. Take I know me, you Davey Jones. For it. Oh, I'm taking you, taking you down to Paradise City, where the grass is green, and in and... 1099, a person oh, died. <laughs> I believe it. But before that, he lived. What was uh-huh. his name? Uh huh. See, I'm, I'm Tarantinoing this. Damn. Uh, Peter Bartholomew, ladies and gentlemen. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Now, All right. Now, the, no, no, I need to give you some context for this. I apologize Please. once again, ladies and gentlemen. We're going on the Crusades. Oh, boy. Uh, Nathan, I feel like you are a bit of a one-trick pony, and I don't I don't dislike it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely have a, what you would call a wheelhouse right now. I apologize, but when you, <laughs> when you spend 37 hours reading about the Crusades or listening to the Crusades... You have a damn problem. Damn it, it's... You have a problem, it's going to permeate you, and you're going to want to talk about it with people. So, we're on the OG Crusade. The first Crusade. Gotta catch them all, the original 151. Alright. The original 151, the original Crusade. So, wait, we are we are heading, the Franks are heading to the Holy Land. You're bringing your Charmander, you got your Bubble Sword, maybe catch a Farfetch along the way. Just kidding, you got to trade for Farfetch on uh, one of the routes. Ah, that's good. I don't. I played the original one. I didn't even know that. Good, good OG Pokemon reference. I only play I just the originals. Know, I'm afraid of change. I just know Sword Relax. Bit, bitch, you've played a Crystal something or another. Don't, don't lie to me. I played. Okay, Ruby was the first one I played. That was Gen three. But then after that, I was like, okay, all I like is Gen one, and I've played two yeah, different iterations right. of it four different times. Yeah, it's good times. It is good times. Nothing but good times. You were talking about holy people, I think. Uh not you mean? Let's not get carried away. I was talking about dirty people. Dirty, no. dirty Europeans that were going to fight, fight them some Muslims to take back the Holy Land. Uh, it's 1097, uh, give or take, let's say. Uh, hmm. Now, the problem okay. is with our hero uh, is there is absolutely no backstory before him before he shows up in our adventure. So the backstory mm-hmm. is, where are we? Well, ladies and gentlemen, we're in Antioch. Uh, and Ooh. If you the fir- yeah, and if you played the first Assassin's Creed game, you know that's one of the places that you stab people. During the Crusades, so that's where we are. We're stabbing people. We're in Syria, give or take. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and and we're we're in what you would call a little bit of a downtime for the First Crusade. They have taken the city of Antioch. Uh, they've held it, but now they're kind of getting uh, reverse sieged, which is kind of the first time in history this has happened. Uh, Kerboga, Kerboga from Mosul has come in and is uh, leading a uh, Muslim relief army. Uh, to try and take back the city of Antioch. So the, the Crusaders are locked inside this city, getting getting besieged by the, the, the infidel, as you will. Uh, and, and it's not going great okay. for them. All right. Yeah. This is what you would call the low point of the First Crusade. They were... Uh, the First Crusade was definitely not one of a... It was, it was one big low point, which is right now. The rest of it was pretty much, you know, a bunch of dudes pretty excited to go get their sins forgiven and... Uh, and murder some yeah, just, just, you know, just a bunch of, you know, just some dudes, just some guys chilling, you know, taking a spirit journey, killing some people. You know, it's just, a, just bros night out. A lot Road of trip. proto-French dudes wanting to find God by murdering brown people. I mean, proto-Frenchmen. All right. 
Uh, so, to give you context, the we're at the point that they were under uh, famine conditions. They had been starved out for long enough. People were eating their shoes and were about to resort to cannibalism. Now, yeah. personally, this is just me. I would fucking eat a dude before I ate my shoe. Uh, I just, yeah. on the hierarchy of things, sure. I can't figure out what shoe's going to get me that no, but I've heard isn't. I've, I've definitely heard the concept of eating shoes before. Here's, I think, my only bonus for eating shoes is that shoes don't fight back, as far as I understand. Now, that uh, is a good point. Also, I'm yeah. pretty sure Jesus doesn't look down on you eating shoes. I don't remember Jesus having many qualms about what you wanted to eat. I mean, like, I feel like there would have been a lot more passages about putting down the Costco-sized thing of Fritos. Technically, wasn't Jesus very into cannibalism because he's like, eat this bread, it is my body, eat this yeah. wine, drink this wine, it is my blood. So theoretically, he'd be super into cannibalism. Well, like, that was actually, jam. believe it or not, that was a social experiment. You know, he was just trying to get a rise out for his YouTube channel. Uh, oh, Naz- Nazarene oh, pranksters. God. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh. I don't want to know what that the fish that he divided into 20ths was then. Healthy um, sacrilege on the cock and bull. Healthy sacrilege. The good healthy kind sacrilege. Of sacrilege. So, it, times are what you would call bleak uh-huh. for, for the Crusaders. They're basically locked in a castle, they're getting murdered all the time, and they have no food and are getting ready to eat Joe in the corner. Uh-huh. And at this time comes forward our hero, Peter Bartholomew. Who will now, die in two years. I don't worry about it. Peter Bartholomew <laughs> was a, a soldier and a mystic from France. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was part of the army of Lord Lermont, uh, Sangli. Yeah. Uh, Peter was initially a servant to William, Lord of Cujon. Okay. So you said he you was. Said, you said you said he was a soldier and a mystic. Which one was he first? Uh, well, first he was homeless because that's what all of them were <laughs> on the First Crusade. But like five of them. But the rest of them were just hobos that were like, "We're going for a ride, boys." Get the beans! I feel like that was all the crusades. I feel like everybody was homeless, and they were trying to yeah. take back their their definitive first home, which was occupied by people who had the goddamn gall to believe in a god that wasn't theirs. Eh, technically, it was the same god. They just had different prophets. Yeah, okay, all right, sure. I am so, by no means a religious man. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, in 1097, December 1097 to be exact, during the Siege of Antioch, Peter reportedly began to have some visions, as you do. Mm-hmm. These visions were mostly of St. Andrew. Uh, now, I don't know crap about St. Andrew, and I don't feel like knowing crap about St. Andrew, so that's all I know. Anyone who also knows more about him, have fun, but he's not relevant to the story. Moving on. Uh, Peter claimed that good old Andy was there, and he, he pointed him towards the Church of St. Peter inside of Antioch. Convenient, since that's where they were. Uh-huh. And, and he showed him where he would find the relic of the Holy Lance. Ooh, the relic. All right. All the right. relic of the Holy Lance. Now, nice. what you need to know about relics is that they're basically bullshit. <laughs> oh, no, no. Ah, yes, yes, yes. But oh, can't they be. are bullshit that people take very seriously at this time. Uh, so a relic is not necessarily even the whole thing. So do you, what, do you know what the Holy Lance is? Does that mean anything to you? How does the Holy I, Lance jibble your giblets? It's actually the lance that stabbed Jesus while he no. was on the cross. Oh, shit. All right. Well, a little now, bit more bloody, a little less clean, now, that lance. Why is that something that Christians would want? I don't know. You basically have the, the uh, clue murder weapon of Jesus. 
it's I, I don't know. It's up there with with why we wear his murder instrument around our necks. I know it's like symbolism for he died oh, for your yeah. sins or something like that. Oh but, yeah. But but still, I don't think Jesus was the one petitioning for crucifixion. He wasn't like, all right, how can we make it as painful as possible for me? I want everyone to remember this part. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the cross, uh, oh, that was another one of the more famous relics. Almost everybody and their mother in uh, in Crusady times had a, a piece of the Holy Cross with them, a piece of the true cross that they were carrying with them. Because apparently that was just a thing that... Now again, this is in 1099. So a thousand fucking years after Jesus was murdered, everyone's got pieces of the actual cross. But you Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Shards of wood hold up pretty well that long, as far as yeah! I understand. Yeah, you put yeah, a little varnish how, on them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, no, no, nice polish. Nice turpentine. Of course. Ah, uh, of course. You so, get it signed by a centurion. No, of course. God damn it. So... Uh, the, so when, this is again, December 1097, Peter is getting his, his visions, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that St. Andrew is telling him to go to the church of St. Peter, and this is where you'll find the Holy Lance. Uh, now remember, I said that it was in 1098 that we were having our problems. So again, this is December 1097, and uh-huh. Peter's like, nah, I don't need to tell uh, anybody about that. So we should ignore the, that. To give you context, That's not a big deal. The, I don't need we're to tell, we're, on, the, we're on a mission to take the Holy Land for Christ, but I don't need to mention that I'm seeing visions of where the Holy Lance is. That's, that's bullshit. <laughs> People got priorities. We will come get that number two. Number two. Uh, St. Andrew instructed Peter to tell the crusade leaders about this and to give the lance to Raymond of Sangli when it was found. Yeah. Uh, Peter decided that Raymond and other leaders didn't really need to know this at the time and so he was listed four more times between then and june of 1098 four uh. goddamn times basically quarterly until june of 1098 <laughs> he was getting updates from saint andrew going dude the lance it's here god uh, damn and it's look it's not on the same like level of importance but it's very similar to i've been getting emails from from silkies a a nice frozen custard stand uh telling me that i haven't finished uh filling out my employment application that i started uh what was it let me look at my watch here four years ago they're like hey you still okay. haven't you still haven't finished this you should, we're ready to hire you uh also needs to be mentioned that he began to lose his sight in february of 1098 uh now this is likely because of the famine that was going on uh in antioch at the time but he thought it was because saint andrew was punishing him <laughs> but again that's in February 1098. He didn't say anything until June. So for six months, he thought a saint was blinding him, and he still felt that I shouldn't cause a bother. I, what I appreciate about this is that clearly this man is insane and that this is a made-up tale that he's telling oh, people. Yes. But, but why is he making himself the fucking dumbass of his own story? Ah, oh, oh, try, oh, I don't. But strap on, because it's going to get better from here. I'm strapping uh, in, I'm strapping on, I'm strapping around. Let's go. Chuckle up, baby. Uh, so after the Crusaders took Antioch, Peter and Ramon began excavating the floor of the church. Because Peter had come forward and said, hey, this is where it is. And Ramon thought, <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Uh, and, and so they dug, and they dug, and mm-hmm. they dug, and yeah. uh, nothing happened. Oh, so we no. got we got roughly what was described as two men's statures worth deep. So two dudes deep in the hole. 
Which uh, back then was what five feet? People were small, as I remember. Ah, people were kind of tinier back then, but yeah, let's say let's assume a ten foot hole. Sure. Let's okay. assume you do, now, as a person that dug a series of two foot holes, a ten foot <laughs> hole takes some doing. Um, you're you're gonna need to you're gonna need to do some work on that one. Definitely. Um, and then all of a sudden, Raymond goes like, ah, "I'm not gonna. I'm, I, this is this isn't gonna happen. I don't want to be here anymore." He kind of walks out on the whole the whole proceedings and goes outside to guard the entryway. And at that point, uh, our good friend Peter. Seeing the exhaustion of the workers, stripped his outer garments and clad only in a shirt and barefoot. Now, I have to assume that that means he had no pants on. So this man is hanging brain, uh-huh. jumps into the hole, and begins sure. digging with his hands. He begged us to pray to God to return the lands to the Crusaders and bring strength and victory to his people. And finally, in his mercy, the Lord showed us his lance. And I, Raymond, author of this book, Kissed the point of the lance as it protruded from the ground. They found the spear, ladies and gentlemen. Hooray! He procrastinated four fucking like what years on this project, and mm-hmm. then and then finally oh, last minute rushed it that night, and he got the A. Oh baby, it's a it's a success story we can all relate to. Now, in similar fashion to other religious zealots that uh, dug up random things that they predicted would be buried in the ground that only they saw. Joseph Smith. (laughs) (laughs) Cough, cough, cough. The only people that were there at the time were Raymond and Peter, and no one really saw him dig it up. They just saw him produce it from the ground. So, we we, we have a gentleman involved, (laughs) uh, the next member of our party, uh, Adamer of Lapoy. Uh, who was the papal legate at the time, basically the Pope's main man on the scene, uh, keeping mm. him abreast of what was happening during the Crusades. And his whole thing was, this dude is full of shit. How are you all buying this? Uh, he immediately, mm. immediately called out Peter on just <laughs> having brought it himself, that this was bullshit, and that he was basically a charlatan because he was a peasant. And obviously, if Jesus was going to talk to someone, he talked to a rich person. <laughs> Convincing argument, but I want to hear Peter's side. Okay, Peter's side is Jesus told me to come. Now, this was the other thing. He had there had been a shadowy figure in the back of Saint Anthony, uh, Saint Andrew's uh, uh, visions. There was always a second figure that that Peter couldn't quite make out, possibly because he was going blind from all the <laughs> masturbation. I mean, not telling Raymond about <laughs> finding the lance. Uh, it turned out at this time that he found out that shadowy figure was indeed Christ. Oh, uh, Jesus, J- big JC himself had was was there in the vision in the background going, find that murder weapon, baby. Avenge me. Uh, Avenge me. He was ready to go now. That, so basically four freaking psychopaths dug up uh, a piece of metal 12 feet in the ground under a random church in Antioch. Yep. Uh, normally, this wouldn't exactly be a, uh, a big deal. Right. Um, but at that point. Most historiography up to the point says all of the Crusaders were inspired by a, uh, a, the, the spirit of the Lord mm-hmm. and overcame tremendous odds with, the, with the, the, the cult of the Holy Lance. By the way, a cult had developed around the Holy Lance. There was basically two groups, one that thought it was bullshit and one that thought it was actually the Lance that murdered God a thousand years ago. I mean, why um, not? Why not? Why not? And with Michael's secret stuff of a freaking piece of metal, 
they fought back the entire Muslim army to take back Antioch to to break the siege and walk their happy asses into Jerusalem. Essentially, modern history says that by discovering this piece of metal, Peter Bartholomew rallied the gave them all a, a shot in the arm of Jesus, and that carried them to victory. Even though it was almost certainly bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, who knows? Success story is a success story. Uh, I choose to believe that Peter definitely had the visions, definitely found the spear, and definitely wasn't a phony bullshit homeless man. And while that's a great thing to believe, that's not where Peter's story ends. Oh, no. Oh, that's right. Because he dies. <laughs> because it's June 1098, and this motherfucker doesn't die for another year. So what happened in that year? Well, let's find That's out. a good question. So during this time, obviously after the victory, uh, and, and there was, it was a definitive victory at Antioch. The, they beat back a force that they had no right beating, uh, considering that they were all half-starved, getting ready to eat their shoes, Frankish homeless people. Uh, Peter became somewhat of a celebrity. He was essentially the de facto voice of God within the camp because the actual voice of God, AKA the papal legate had said he was bullshit and that didn't get them very far. Whereas finding the fake piece of metal made them superheroes and yeah. uh, let them defeat the monsters. Space jam. <laughs> um, <laughs> space jam. Oh, it's space jam. I, I, have I not made this clear enough? Ladies and gentlemen, God the, damn. The, the Holy space Lance is, the, is Michael's secret stuff. This is space jam. This is exactly I, whoever wrote Space Jam ripped this story off. It's Space Jam all the way through. No, I believe time is cyclical, and I believe they ripped off Space Jam. But what happens if Space Jam kept going long enough for them to discover that Michael Sequel stuff was bullshit and he was making it all up? That's the question <laughs> we have to ask, ladies and gentlemen. That's the question. Uh, yes, they do actually find that out in the movie, and they, they determined it was within them all along. But what happened if that happened in the 10 hundreds and bull and people were ready to murder people? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you. So, uh, Peter obviously becomes a big deal in the camp. People think that he is touched by God, that he is, he is anointed by God, and that he is, uh, you know, bestowed with the, with the touch. He, he can talk to God, and so everything he says becomes canon at this point. Now, the problem with that is, is that uh, everything else he has to say from here on out kind of just gets crazier and crazier. So, it was at first, they thought it was a good omen, that, you, you know, you found the lance, we've, we've overcome it. But then his next, you know, decree was that he had been bestowed by Christ to weed out the sinners in the crusade and uh, have them summarily uh, executed. Uh, we, uh, don't tell me with the lance. Oh, no, 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 no. Just with regular swords. Just with okay, regular swords. Uh, thank God. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. He later claimed that Christ had visited him and instructed the crusaders that they must march barefoot from Antioch to Jerusalem. Now, oh, now okay. maybe because a lot of them ate their shoes, but uh, the rest of them weren't really <laughs> down with that idea. No, no, no. Shoes are a, new, a recent advent. I'm sure they're not quick to give them up. They remember no, what it was like without no, shoes. No, 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 no. Don't want to go back to that. And so the whole time, while this, this cult is developing around our, our, our friend Peter, um, the Admiral of Lepoy, our papal legate, is, is as loud as he will say, calling bullshit the whole time. <laughs> Just going... Bullshit, 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 bullshit. This guy's full of crap. No, 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 no. Oh, God. Oh, God, I'm dead. And then Adam Air dies. <laughs> Peter comes um, out. Of, I just got a new message from Jesus. Everybody's got to butt chug this Dr. Pepper I found. Do it. Now that, now Do that's it. funny. <laughs> right after Adam Air dies, 
right after Adamir dies, Peter's visited by someone. Oh, is it Jesus? Now, you'd think so, wouldn't you? It's not Jesus. Now, Adamir of La Play was buried in the hole that they found the Holy Lance in. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the you might have... The thing that he found to be utter bullshit is where they buried him. I mean, that's very fitting symbolism, but also, it's just fucking hard to dig holes. If you've got some made, might as well. Might as well use them. It's the equivalent of burying the 9-11 loose change people at ground zero. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not... It's, it's a bad... It's a bad... But, but Peter was visited... By Adamir of Lapoy. And you know what Adamir had to say? Mm-hmm. He was wrong! What? He was wrong! The Holy Lance was absolutely true, Peter was absolutely <sighs> correct, and he was being flogged in purgatory before he could be allowed into heaven forever <laughs> doubting Peter. <laughs> At least he's still getting into heaven, but no, we're gonna win it. Whack him on the fingers a couple times. God. Vlogging, there's. Oh, it's so bad. There's so much stuff. Oh, it's oh. not good. It's not good. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's not good. So. So, but that's good. No, the only person that dissented against him just conveniently came to him in a vision immediately after his death saying that he was right all along. This is super awesome. Now, as we kept kind of going, though, things kept going not as good for the Crusaders and Adamir. When he came out and said that whole, I've been tasked with finding the sinners amongst you and you've angered God thing, they kind of kind of started being like, well, maybe we don't want to follow this guy anymore. He doesn't exactly have the secret stuff. We've already murdered all the Muslims. Why do we have to follow this crazy guy with no shoes that we didn't know existed until a year ago? I, don't, I, don't, I frankly don't believe that people were asking such rational questions. You say that, you say that, but on April 8th, 1099, uh -huh. there was a reckoning to be had. Uh, they basically said, and by they I mean almost everyone in camp, except for the, the small cult of the Holy Cross that had built around him, said, yeah. Hey you, we think you're full of shit. And he said, uh-uh, I'm for reals, Jesus is my buddy. Now, look, it's all well and good that you say that. But how do you prove it, you know? Well, that's a good question. Because they went, uh-uh, you're totally full of shit. And he went, fuck you. What do you want? I, I, Jesus is my, I can do anything. What do you want? And they oh, no. said, trial by fire. Oh, no. Oh, no. Now, ordeal oh, by no. fire was at the time you took a bunch of uh, olive branches uh -huh. and you, you lit a giant fire. Yeah. And then you walked through that fire. And if you walked through that fire and came out unburned, God was on your side. And if you jog even a little bit, you got to do it again. Uh, and if you died or were burned, you were lying. <laughs> right. So again, your options are you're immune to fire or you die. Yeah. No. So that's a, obviously at this yeah. point, when they go trial by fire, Peter knows he's not actually talking to Jesus and backs down because that would be crazy. No, he doesn't. He absolutely uh, agrees to trial by fire and they fuck. build the fire. Oh my God. This is just a sad delusional homeless man. Oh, this is so, this so man sad. Agrees. I am so right. Fuck you. Of course, my uncle works for Nintendo. I'm going to go get Mario to play at my birthday party. Doubles down. Fuck. Hits on 20. Ready to go. Oh, so on April no. 8th, Peter, by his own choice, 
walks through the trial by fire. And he totally makes it, right? Comes out the other side, uninjured. What? What the fuck? But is mobbed by a group of zealous crusaders who were jealous of his connection with God and murdered according to his followers in the Uh, cult of the Holy Cross. Hang on a second. According to his followers. Yes. Now, there is a slightly different story told by the other non-insane observers of this event that say he sprinted through the fire as fast as humanly possible and was still burned so badly that he was killed by his internal injuries and then died. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, this poor, sad, homeless man who was responsible for a lot of people's deaths. Oh, yeah, so oh. uh, Peter Bartholomew is literally, in my opinion, the patron saint of doubling down on your lie. I Jesus did not have sex Christ. with that woman. I will. I did on, not inhale. I did not inhale. He followed I, the lie. I will run through that fire unscathed. He, he, uh, I don't. The, there, there's a lot of theories as to why he did it. Some people thought that he knew that his time was up regardless, and some people thought he's just genuinely insane. But one way or another, this guy agreed to walk through fire to basically prove a bet. <sighs> and that, I... ladies and gentlemen, is the story of Peter Bartholomew, my favorite member of the Crusades, and I promise you, the next time I take over one of these, it will probably, almost certainly, maybe not be about the Crusades. <laughs> That's the amount of commitment I expect on this show. Nathan, do you want to thank the people? I would love to thank the people. The only people that we really need to thank are uh, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Big G. Kanye. Kanye. Uh, Meek Mill. We freed Meek Mill this week. Good work, guys. We did it. Uh, and obviously the Driftless Pony Club for letting us use their song, uh, There Were Buffalo on the Ark, off the album Cholera. Uh, because goddamn, goddamn is that a banger. It's just, it's so goddamn good. Uh, Real catchy And one. you can stream it, you can stream it on all of the things. Uh, and please, I, I mean, I know there's a, there's a small contingent of, a small committed contingent of you, and I appreciate all of you. What, just leave a goddamn review. Just, just, just do it. Spencer Stalker was able to do it. Some of you can do it. it. It's not that hard. I believe in you. It does not require a trial by fire, though Though soon it will. So get in it while will, you can. Uh, pretty soon it will. And do you want to be there when that happens? No. You don't. You don't. No. It's going to be nasty. Um, so just write, just write a review. Also, come hit me up on uh, PUBG Mobile because, goddamn, that shit is good. It, it is it is surprisingly good. It is it? so goddamn good. As, as an adamant PC gamer, it is upsetting how much I enjoy it for yeah, a mobile and as port. a person that only has an iPad goddamn I can play real video games good work good work PUBG people yeah very good very good work Tencent people you can catch us on Wednesdays uh, and we love you we love you all dearly uh, but leave a review or it's fire it's death by fire trial by fire for all of you bye bye